How's it going, guys? My name is Pastor Christian, and welcome to the episode two, season one of Genesis Apologetics. Now, before I begin on today's subject, I want you to go to the App Store and download our app, Genesis Apologetics. If you are doubting your religion, if you are doubting Christianity, if it's true, if you're doubting your Bible, if you're doubting your Lord Jesus Christ, then go download our app. We have countless videos on there and factual information that will debunk all atheist claims and get you, instead of doubting your faith, you will defend your faith. So again, go download on the App Store, Genesis Apologetics. That would make us really proud. Defend your faith today. Uh, part two, I also wanted to talk about we are officially accepted on Spotify. Yeah. So guys, please do not hesitate. Follow us on Spotify, Genesis Apologetics. It would be amazing of you guys to follow us. We are we're growing on Anchor. We are trying to grow on Spotify. We're also trying to get on iTunes uh, podcast too, but that's taking a little bit more time. But we, are, we just got accepted on Spotify. Make sure you go to Spotify and follow us. Follow us, follow us, follow us. It shows a lot of support, uh, and um, it, that'd be we'd be greatly appreciated. Again, my name is Pastor Christian. I'm a Christian apologist. I do debates against the new atheists. I de I debate that Christianity is the one and only true religion, and Jesus is the one and only true God out of any other religion. So that's that's what I do. Um, so today's subject. Does the Bible support slavery? Now, I was debating an atheist just uh, a couple nights ago, and it got me thinking. He said, if your Bible is so loving, then why is it for pro-slavery? And I go like, okay, well, show me a verse. Throw me a verse and prove that to me. That is for slavery. So he threw me a verse by 1 Peter 2.18, and it says, Submit yourselves to your masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, but also those who are harsh. For it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain or unjust suffering, because they are conscious of God. But how is it in your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable before God commendable. Sorry, my, my English is not doing really good today. Guys, it's one of those days. To this, you were, you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. So this atheist threw me this verse, and there's a couple of other verses that, you know, Ephesians, and uh, a couple of the verses that this atheist threw out there, but this was one of the biggest ones, which was, again, this is 1 Peter 2, 18 to 25. And it talks about the slaves and obey your earthly masters. Now, the first thing I want to say to you, um, I'm reading his um, message right here. Uh, I was debating him on a Facebook group. You should go check him out. It's uh, Christianity versus uh, Atheism Debate Central or Atheism versus Christianity Debate Central on Facebook. They have like over 5,000 followers. But anyways, so he said slaves. Now, in the Bible, in 1 Peter 2.18, um, I read this. It never says slaves once. It says servant, obey your masters. Now you can always say, well, that's the same thing. Well, it's a little bit different. It's almost the same thing, but it's a little bit different. It's not as harsh. When you say slave, slave is, you know, you're bond up and change. What, what do we think of slavery these days, guys? We think of the African-Americans in the 1800s or the Western days, uh, being chained, whipped, scourged, um, you know, picking the cotton fields and you know, 
the southern parts of the United States, you know, you Louisiana, Kentucky, uh, Mississippi, and et cetera. You know, we've seen the movies, you know, Django Unchained and and <clears throat> 12 Years a Slave and many other films that take place. So that's what we think of slavery. But I my response to this, okay, does the Bible go for pro-slavery? And the answer is a big fat no, it does not. And here it is. And I also will uh, prove it by here is a topic, uh, article that I found that was also submitted by... Um, um, what's his name? Sorry. Let me get to the website. Hold on one second. Uh, Dr. John Lennox, who is, um, also another Christian apologist who has debated Richard Dawkins and, and Christopher Hitchens and many of those big leading atheists and Sam Harris, which is one of the four horsemen of the new atheist uh, movement. Um, but the first thing I want to answer before I read the article is that, Slaves back in the first century, slaves back in the apostles' time, were very different to the slaves that we think of in modern day. The slaves back in Lord Jesus' time is very different. It's opposite than the slaves that were back in the 1800s. They're complete polar opposites. And you can sit there and say, no, they're not, but they are. That is a historic fact. They were very different. Okay? Now, to prove to you that the Bible does not support slavery. In several chapters of Exodus, and you can look this up yourself, the Bible, Moses simply said to his people, Moses simply said to the Israelites, any man who owns another man or owns another woman and sells that man and sells that woman should be put to death. So clearly the Bible does not go for pro-slavery. That is a lie and just like all other other atheist claims, that's also a lie. This is a probably one of the biggest misconceptions. I actually, it wasn't a lie. I shouldn't say that. It's a misconception. Because, see, now the first thing that you want to ask the atheist when you're debating them, um, and it, it seems like that with modern atheists, you know, millennial atheists, they like to throw this shit at us because, you know, we say, oh, when we prove that the Bible is true, which they know, you know that. They just won't accept it. They'll throw, oh, okay, so if your Bible is so wonderful and lovely, well, why does it say in 1 Peter 2.18 that you should submit yourself to your masters? But it never says slaves in the Bible once. It says servants, obey your earthly masters as you would obey Christ. So it's giving you a different message. It's not necessarily saying take the beating from your um, masters. You know how Jesus died on the cross for us, right? And that we must pick up our crosses and follow him. That is what this line, 1 Peter 2.18, is saying. And even in Ephesians and the countless other that Paul talks about. Obey your earthly masters or obey your masters. Not only those who are good and considerate, but also those who are harsh. Like Jesus did. When Jesus was taken to the Jewish, to the Jewish Pharisees. And they smacked him across his face and they spit at his face. And he took it. He didn't hit them or swear at them or rebel back at them. He took it to show that he loved them. Now, that might be like, oh, come on. Oh, come on, Pastor Christian. How, how that, That's bold. That's bold. That's a load of bull. No, it isn't. That's actually a fact. And that's what Jesus is considering in First Peter. That slaves, do as you love me. Accept your earthly masters. 
Do not hate your earthly masters. Forgive your earthly masters. Now, this might be a big thing, like, oh my God. But again, slaves back in the first century versus the slaves that we get in the 1800s were very, very different. The slaves that we got in the first century were Roman slaves. These were slaves that worked the land. They were people who were not bounded up in chains and whipped and scourged and picked at cotton fields. They were slaves that lived free lives. They had houses, they had wives, they had children. They worked for the Roman emperor. Okay? And it, you could not live without slaves back then. The Romans couldn't live without slaves. Okay? And obviously, Jesus, uh, in Jerusalem, they didn't really have slaves. It's because the Romans, uh, obviously, ruled Jerusalem and, and all of Israel at the time. So, obviously, the Romans brought their slaves there. Romans were very known for having slaves as as the Greeks, but we cannot compare. We compare. I even see pictures on the internet, false pictures of black African Americans, and it shows the Bible verse. That is not the same. It is very different. Stop comparing it. You are making yourself look bad by comparing, oh, look, the Bible supports, you know, slavery. The Bible does not support slavery. Again, in Exodus, look this up yourself. Do your own research. Moses simply said to all his people, those who own a man and sell a woman, those who trade men and women, should be stoned to death. So clearly, the Bible is not for pro-slavery. Even Jesus, Jesus and Paul, Paul was another one. Paul in Ephesians, uh, Ephesians 4, 13 Ephesians 4:13 Paul talks about that all slaves are excuse me they don't use the word slave all servants of the masters all servants of the empire are free men all servants will see the glory of God in heaven okay so Paul also talks about that the servants are free men we do not support this so the Bible doesn't go for pro-slavery, and the slavery at that time was very different. Or should I say servants? There is a big difference between slaves that were bounded up in chains, scored, who picked the cotton fields of, you know, southern parts of uh, America, versus the slaves, or excuse me, the servants that worked for the Roman government, or the Roman Empire, excuse me. Okay? These guys, the, the servants then were free men. They had wives, they had their own houses, they had their own money, they just worked for a house. They were owned for a house. Okay? Not saying the Romans never whipped anybody or anything. I mean, trust me, they did. But it's very different slavery at the time. And if you think that I'm bullshitting you, look up and do your history. Now, passing that, I want to talk about uh, this article by Dr. John Lennox. Now, let's talk about defining slavery. When we read the verses of Ephesians 6.5, uh, Colossians 3.22, and 1 Peter 2.18, we hear the common English translation, slave, in light of our own historical context. When we typically think of race-based chatted slavery, which the slave is properly of the master and lacks any legal rights, this kind of slavery is manifestingly among the most despicable and oh god why can i not say this word this is so bad institutions ever 
to disgrace human, human civilization. It is not, however, what is in the view in these texts. Okay, so let me read over that because I, I kind of said that low because there's so many, so many big words. And for some reason, I can't read properly today. It's one, again, it's one of those days, guys. So please forgive me. Um, so it's pretty much talking about the slaves, as I told you guys, the slaves that we think of in modern time, the African-American slaves that happened in America in the 1800s are very different and do not have the same context as in the Bible. Race-based chattel slavery is manifestly among the most despicable institutions ever to disgrace human civilization. Okay. Similar in the Old Testament, Israelite regulations freed slaves every seventh year. You know, we can look at Exodus 20, 21, 2 um, for that reference. So, commanded to the death of penalty of misstealing, a man stealing. Uh, Exodus 21, 16, and generally sought to the limit of the institution in protection of the slave. Further, slavery was generally not organized by race, but by the circumstances in economics. Economics. Again, I'm telling you, sorry. For example, foreigners uh, and, and, and etc. To be clear, slavery in any sense perverts God's creation intention for human beings. And there are some harsh passages that we have to deal with, but there is a vast difference between the deplorable wickedness we see in the film like 12 Years to Slave, as I mentioned to you, or to Django Unchained, and say what Paul is addressing in the first century Ephesian church, or Abraham's relationship with his top servant, Genesis 24-2. You can look at that for references. This doesn't answer the question, but it does more accurately frame it. Consider the whole Bible. Progressive revelation simply means that God didn't reveal his will and character to humanity all at once, but gradually over a long period of time. Thus, you have to look at the entire narrative of the the biblical revelation. God, why am I not saying this correctly? Okay, let's just pass that. I can't, for some reason, I can't say it. To interpret it fairly, rather than just pull a verse from here or there. Christians also believe that God accommodates his revelation to the particular historical context and even the fallen social structures within them. This makes sense when you think about the unless we require that God refrain from giving any instructions or laws to particular people at the particular time until all society, societal evil has been removed. An ethical exhortation and ad doc, an ad doc hot document, like an epistle, then may not tell you everything, but the Bible is against slavery. By Dr. John Langs. Now, if I did not read that smoothly, guys, you can go to thegospelcoalition.org. This uh, we'll talk about it. It's again thegospelcoalition.org. So, is the Bible for pro-slavery? No. And I think I gave very good evidence for that today. So, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this um, episode. Again, forgive me of my reading. 
it's just not it's not quite up to par as it is today than it was the other day. But um, looking forward to more episodes. I'm going to be talking about my new documentary, which is the atheist problem that I did or we did as um, the uh, Genesis Apologetics uh, company. We we worked on this new um, documentary, which uh, I will be discussing in episode three of season one of Genesis Apologetics. Again, my name is Pastor Christian. God bless. And again, make sure you follow us on Spotify for new and more updates and more episodes coming soon and more talking about controversial subjects. And I will also be interviewing a lot of big people like Bishop Barron. I'll be interviewing Bill Moyer. I'll be interviewing a lot of big people out there and especially a lot of atheists. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. God bless.